Hi, guys. Welcome into today's show. Your host, Jake Burns, is going to be dueling mock drafts just a moment. Uh, before we get to those dueling mock drafts, a couple of reminders of things that are up on the OBR website just in front of you. We have Fred Greetham covering the news and reaction around the Browns getting together for the first day in Berea. Fred has everything covered there that was said by Coach Stefanski, everything around Sean Watson's arrival and um, any other players who were there or not there. He's got you covered. A great article by Corey Kennan covering six prospects who he thinks fits the Cleveland Browns draft profiles like a glove. So those are six guys who meet the age thresholds, the pick range that the Browns will be looking at, and then the athletic testing profiles as well. And then also take note of 20 prospects in 20 days as we had Alex Wright from UAB up as our most recent prospect. And everybody that we have covered in these 20 days so far is linked in front of you here. All of those prospects from 20 to 10. We'll keep that going to the draft. Make sure you check that out. Excited to be joined tonight by a guest who I respect more than anybody else who covers the Ravens. And we did one of these, if you you remember, a few weeks ago with a, a Pittsburgh Steelers guest. So that one is out there if you want to find it. I think it's good to check the division rivals and see what they need to do in the draft and what the thought process is around the draft. So I'm going to welcome in Ken McCusa. Ken, hey, man, how are you? What's going on? Thanks for joining us. Hey, Jake. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure to talk football with you. Yes, let's do it. We got um, we got an interesting draft come. The Ravens do not draft this high normally, Ken. Are you excited about that uh, to, to get a, a semi-blue chip player here? Because you got a good roster, just a lot of injuries last year. So it's just a, it's a nice, what's, is this the highest pick since the Stanley pick or am I wrong? Highest pick since the Stanley pick. So it's exciting from that perspective. Nobody wants to be picking early in the draft ever if you can avoid it. But uh, uh, yeah, this is a, you know, this is a chance for the Ravens to have a little bit more draft capital. I keep telling people to moderate their feelings, even though Ravens are doing well in terms of compensatory picks as well in this one, Mm -hmm. because uh, you know, still the Ravens have half of the draft capital, for example, of the Detroit Lions in this draft. So uh, it is what it is Uh, at 14. The Ravens should get a pretty good player. They should get a pretty good player. So we are going to actually do things a little differently tonight. If you have questions for Ken or questions on what Baltimore needs, make sure you fire those questions off in the chat. Mr. Nineberg, thank you for the seven month subscription in a row. We really, really appreciate that. Uh, Make sure you guys are linking up your Amazon prime accounts to your OBR Twitch sub accounts. Those are again, free of charge for you. Half the proceeds come over to this channel. You still keep your Amazon Prime as is. So make sure you uh, take advantage of that because you should. So we are going to do this one, not with dueling mocks. I know we had the banjos and everything playing before here. The dueling action is supposed to be our thinking. We're actually going to do one on the same system. So we are going to do one where Ken makes all of the picks for the Ravens throughout the draft. I make the Browns picks, obviously. We're going to have the same pool of players. It's always fun to do this from a different perspective. This shakes it up a little bit, a little less dueling, more similar mock here. But I, I'm interested before we start, Ken, what are the – like highlight for me the th- biggest needs, the positions that you think the Ravens need to attend, uh, address most in this draft. Right now. Uh, the cornerback room is, is almost empty except for Peters and Humphrey. Uh, Peters, a mild surprise. He's still with the Ravens at this point with his big salary this year. Mm-hmm. Sorry, excuse me for that. Um, but anyway, the, uh, they need cornerbacks as well uh, uh, as edge players. Uh, I think that the, the Ravens currently have three edges. I think that'll, that'll make the roster right now. 
and they need more than that obviously they they would like to have five that's their usual way not just four like a lot of other teams because they'd like to get more pass rushers on the field on passing downs uh so i think we will see them take uh potentially two edges in this draft uh they for the first time in a while might not take a wide receiver and then again they might because the wide receiver market has been going crazy in terms of dollar value so it makes sense to get one in the draft we'll see how that goes uh, safety, a position, cornerback, or say our quarterback, where I think they probably uh, are not in need of a player. But uh, who knows if uh, if the top safety in the draft falls to fourteen, if I won't be itchy with my trigger finger here trying to get him. So lots of needs for the Baltimore Ravens. Offensive tackle, also I didn't mention a very big one because the future of Ronnie Stanley is not really understood. Um, if he is not available to play left tackle, the Ravens could blow their season all in one shot. So it'd be nice if they could get a player in this draft who could step in at left tackle if needed. Talk to us real quick. Good insights there. Talk to us real quick about the trade evaluation metric we're going to use for this thing, because we are not going to follow pro football focuses trade outlines because they're pretty terrible. Um, I am not going to operate under the idea that the Browns have moved Mayfield before this draft. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. And if they do, it will be for an inconsequential pick. So I'm not going to make any Mayfield type deals before this one. Um, But if we do end up moving around, you and I can't address that it's pretty fluky with their system. So tell everybody real quickly which one we're going to use. So most trades are still evaluated by the JJ method. In fact, we have in past years done draft coverage, and we can almost predict exactly what pick is going to be traded for a you know six or eight pick trade down. Uh, you even know oftentimes know what trade might be might be returned in a two for two trade just because of the way the JJ points dominate draft day evaluation of trades. So we're going to use the JJ chart and say, if you're not within 5% of the value within JJ, then we're not going to allow the trade. Good deal. Okay. We are also going to answer one question. Uh, Ken here, I think is pretty good question. Kevo asks, before we get started, what's the thought on Baltimore's fan base about Lamar not having a deal done quite yet? Is there uh comfort? Where do you guys sit on that? I'd much rather it have been done before Josh Allen's deal was done. And uh, I think, uh, you know, we've seen some escalation in salaries. Now it uh, it's going to cost the Ravens more. Uh, certainly the the deal that Watson signed in Cleveland is uh, is going to hurt the Ravens in terms of, of how it affects their cap. So uh, uh, it's it's a shame it's not done already. I don't really have any fear that he's leaving Baltimore, uh, but uh, but I do have fear about the price. Gotcha. Yeah, no, at the minimum, franchise tags come into play. It's not going anywhere anytime soon. So let's get started on this thing, man. We will go through the beginning of this draft slow because the Ravens have pick 14, which obviously means that they have the ability to move up if a player is there that Ken really wants to select. So we will keep our eye closely on that. I'm not sure. I hope we can. Yeah, we can speed this thing up a little bit. So we're going to go super slow at the start, and then we can speed it up once we get to the later picks here. So... If you go about one pick per second to about number eight, we're fine. Uh, you, I think you can move it up to about the middle of the bar there. Middle here? Yeah. Okay. So let's start it out. Okay. Hutchinson, Hamilton, Icky, Kayvon Thibodeau, no surprises. Cross going a little soon. Stingley and Evan Neal. So that's eight picks in. This is the range you think they can move up to, Ken. Are you right. interested in anybody? Not as yet, no. And the three tackles are all gone, which is a shame. So go ahead and let number nine roll off the board because 10 okay. is the first one that could. Okay, Trayvon Trayvon Walker. Walker. I'm going to let it keep going. But... Okay. Is that a guy you wanted to move up for potentially? Probably not. Okay. I picked 10 to the Jets now. 
Drake London. Keep going. All right. Pick 11. The Washington Football Commanders. Oh, okay. Now, okay. now give me a stop here at 12. Now, okay. Stingley was taken already earlier. Mm-hmm. McDuffie is the third corner off the board. All right, the PFF is not going for the quarterbacks early, which is unfortunate. Um, okay. We are where we are. Keep it going. All right. So McDuffie was a guy you would be interested in. Yeah, he would have been. He's great production per uh, per snap or per target. Yeah. Garrett Wilson goes 12. I mean, Minnesota apparently just wants to keep adding wide receivers. <laughs> and pick 13, you good on this one too? Yep, go ahead. All right, so pick 13, the Texans, former Cleveland pick, they take Devin Lloyd. Okay. All right, I- so now Baltimore is on the clock with two trade offers. New England at 21. And Houston at 37. 37, I imagine, way too far. But let's see. I mean, are you at this spot interested in moving back, or is there a player on the board you really like? Def- definitely interested in moving back. So uh, okay. who's what's uh, the offer from New England here? All right. So New England looks like – let me try to zoom out a little bit. Sometimes if you get too tight, it doesn't let you get a broader scope here. Okay, so so – go ahead. They want me to make the offer is what this looks like it's, on it, the twenty first like. pick. I, I would like I the, the trade I wanted to try was to trade with Detroit, but I okay. is that that's not available to me somehow. Um I, yeah, we can we can find Detroit. So they you look to go to thirty two? Yeah, thirty two and thirty four for fourteen and one forty one I would do. Okay. And that I've checked it. That's within our parameters of of Give me 34 as well on that. Okay. So you want those two? Yeah. And they're not interested in trading for this pick. Now, if it's within a a realistic range of the JJ, we could do, I mean, it's the, the, I think the trade thing is broken on this. So if you're interested in that trade and it makes sense on the chart, I'm, I'm all for operating under that, that, that idea. Uh, it, it, it'll, the, the system allowed me to make that trade the other day, but I'm not going to be stuck with it. I'm just going to, I'm going to go ahead with that, okay. with what we've got. And I'm going to okay. take, um, I am going to take not Devonte Wyatt. I want to go ahead and, uh, yeah, I'm going to take Jordan Davis. All right. What do you like about Jordan Davis as we make the selection? Here? Huge freakish athlete concerned about his total snaps played per game, but, uh, he's a guy I think will work very well within the Ravens uh, rotational system. I think it's, the pick is a little bit like Haloti Nada in the past, mm-hmm. a guy you absolutely must account for on the inside with a double team. That's going to leave a lot of other singles for the Ravens to advantage and scheme around. I like it. Well, I don't like it because he will be a mm-hmm. – uh, I think he's going to be a very good football player. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's a good that's a good spot for him to go. And it looks like I'm always looking to see if any wide receivers that matter sneak out of the first round. Sometimes you can see – a wide receiver like Traylon Burke sneak out that you could be interested in moving up for. So as we sit here, <clears throat> excuse me, it looks like Jahan Dotson still available who would be of interest, but I'm not comfortable moving around. George Pickens is of interest uh, for the wide receiver market. And again, I'm operating on this one guys under the idea that Cleveland has not brought in anybody else before the draft because that's how we have to operate. We're so close to it now. I'm not really particularly interested in moving up at this point. Are you, you guys would be moving from pick 45. Is there any no. interest in that? Okay. No. We're going to, we're going to keep it moving. So we see Daxton Hill go sky Moore. Can Pickett, Brisker, Kyler Gordon. Now you get to pick 40. 
it starts to get interesting for me if you wanted to go up for dots and that's somebody Cleveland with inside out flexibility could be really interested in. But again, I think they could like Pickens just as much and both are still on the board here. So we're going to keep going. Are you okay to keep going, Ken? I'm okay to keep going. All right. So we'll go slowly on these. There goes Ritter and Jones. Hmm. I, I think that this 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 is the pick that if Cleveland wanted to move up to get a wide receiver, they coveted 41. The second Seattle pick makes a ton of sense because Indy has a need at receiver. You would jump Indy. So in this scenario, I don't think you would be able to trade with Indy. I should have tried to do it one earlier. So I'm going to let these two teams go. But if Cleveland were to move up, this would be the spot, especially considering what the Falcons are dealing with at wide receiver and what Indy's dealing with. You would go look in the first round. You would see, did the Falcons address receiver? They did not. So they would be hungry for a receiver at this point. They have to do something at that position. And uh, I don't believe Indy has a first-round pick, so they would be looking heavily at wide receivers. So this is the the outcome you could get if you don't trade up to that second Seattle pick 41, which is I'd imagine the next two wide receivers will go right here. Well, they took Roger McCreary. That's interesting. So, wow. All right, I'm an yeah. idiot, apparently. So but I, I I would imagine if the wide receivers were sitting here, maybe, yep, Dotson's still sitting here. I think Dotson's going to be a steal at this pick. It's the first-round talent, in my opinion. So I am going to go ahead and select John Dotson at 44. And now you are on the clock at 45. And I imagine the noise you made was because you wanted one of these two corners. Two corners, yeah. That was really what I, what I did want. Um, so we've got an edge available here. Uh, we've got Leo Chanel, who I love, mm-hmm. um, it would be, a, would be a terrific pick. Uh, let me see who's the top corner now currently available, who's still remaining. Cause I've had a lot of trouble, like kind of following this on the small screen, frankly. Now I guess nobody there that I really love at corner and everybody would be a big reach. Um, okay. So let's go back and I think I will take, uh, I can scroll down a little more. So anybody else you're interested in. No, I'm going to go ahead and take Nick Benito. All right. Great athlete. Great tester. Would really fit well in that odd front. What you guys do there? Like that pick. What do you like about Nick personally? Um, Lots of things. I think actually you could, in fact, line him up inside. Good speed rusher. But with the Ravens, way things they, they do things, they're trying to pack pass rushers along the line of scrimmage, or at least the way they've done it under Martindale, and, and he would work mm-hmm. for that as well. So lots of ways to use him. Yeah, I like it too. It's a good fit. Two D-line positions addressed. Cameron Thomas is gone. I'm talking people that Brown Circles have been interested in. Drake Jackson is gone. Logan Hall is gone at this point. We were approaching your pick at pick 676. Don't think there'd be a name you'd be coveting like crazy, Kim, but I'll give you the chance to move up if you want. No, I'm not I'm not going to try and do that. It's first of all, it's a little bit difficult for me to follow on your screen here. So I we'll just go ahead and make the make the picks as they come. It is. I wish the only thing I wish pro football folks would do was allow you to look at the white, like the, the pick pool when it's not your pick, like the guys available. They don't let you do that. Unless mm-hmm. I'm terrible at guiding this thing. Not all too much of a fan of that. And uh anyway, yeah, let's let's try to keep going here. Pascal Mechie and Cole Strange goes, and now you are up at pick 76. And I will okay. go through these unless you want me to hunt positions specifically for you, Ken. Uh, give me a little slide down here. Let me see who PFF thinks is good, but I got all sorts of stuff. Yeah, you're good. You're good. You're good. 
Nobody exciting here. Not taking these short arms. I would agree with that. Benito Davis, OA, definitely a nice, nice pairing there. Damian Pierce is somebody I traded down for in a previous draft. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I will. I'm going to try and trade this pick down. Okay, and I'd like to trade. Got a lot for, of offers here. Teams interested. Good. Um, who's 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 a? We got a pick at number eighty. What else do we have besides eighty? Who else is available? Uh, Pittsburgh at pick 84, New England at pick 85. Let me try to zoom out. I don't know why it's not showing this. All right. Still not showing it. Uh, so 84 and 85 are offering 86 is interested. 89, 94, 95, and 102. Okay. I've got an offer that's uh spot on in terms of JJ value. I'll take New England's okay. 85 and 127. Okay. Matter of fact, if they have an earlier pick, and uh, 85 and 127 is, is fine for number 76. All right. They are going to easily uh, accept that one. So we will offer that trade, which they do accept. All right. So we're going to resume. And they take Kirby Joseph and then Calvin Austin. And I have some offers here. Looks like pick 80 for Houston, pick 89 Buffalo, 90 Tennessee, 111. I'll probably end up sticking and drafting. You know, this is Nick Cross is somebody that Cleveland I definitely think will identify with. Super young, very athletic, a position they're going to have to roll over before too long. Just because they brought back Ronnie Harrison does not scream to me that they are going to bring, avoid that position altogether. Let me look at corner. Like some of these guys, but don't like them that early. You look at interior and edge guys it's gotten pretty it's gotten pretty thin on us here on the d-line you guys in baltimore scooped up everybody that's a serious interest here um i might look at a trade to try to recoup something given up buffalo pick 89 is interesting 89 and 130 for 78. Is that in range? Sorry, one sec. Let me check that. 89 is 145. 130 is 42. So you have to give up at least 187 points, and you're doing that. That's that's fine. Okay, so we'll say that they we we're going to move down here. We're going to move down here. Um, we're going to take that. We're going to go down to 89. We're going to speed this up a little bit. All right, so 85 is up, and that is your selection. Okay, so I really want to try and get tackle taken care of here, but I don't want Deesh. Um, okay, let me or pull I need tackle get, list. Or I need to get the cornerback taken care of. All right, keep going. A lot of short-arm guys. Okay. Um, There's a guy I really love on the tackle list that I'm not telling you about yet, but we'll, we'll talk about <laughs> him if, if I get him yet. Okay, okay. so I, nobody at offensive tackle you just okay. knocks me knocks my sock off of this socks off at this point. Let's go back to corner for a second. Uh, I am actually considering even trading down again, but. Uh, 
I'm at 85. I'm going to reach slightly and go for um, Marcus Jones of Houston. Okay. What do you like about Jones? Uh, good overall corner. Um, I think he, they they are going to have to move Humphrey in from the slot no matter what. So, um, like it. Okay, so we're up now. Pick 89. We moved down, grabbed a little bit of draft capital here. Um, a safety that I was hoping was still sitting there is Brian Cook. I think that he is a, a perfect fit. I like some others, too, that could also fit in there. I really like Cam Taylor Britt. But I do like Brian uh, Brian Cook. I like gathering an extra pick on top of taking Brian Cook with that versatility. So I'm going to go ahead and take Brian Cook right here at 89. And we'll see. At 99, we are now up again. This point, very interested in Max Mitchell, but not entirely sold on the range at which to get him. Um, D'Angelo Malone is of interest to me at this point, but but again, pick 99. You know, you're probably probably reaching on some of these guys no matter what such a weird draft what do you think of this draft in total Ken, are you a believer in this draft or do you dislike it where you at on it i mean i think it's a good deep draft at a lot of positions uh it's it's not good at a lot of premium positions necessarily so if you want Mm -hmm. a left tackle it's you got to get one of the guys or or you don't have much yeah i agree I agree. I think the Browns are going to continue to look at tackle. I don't know what their long-term plans are with James Hudson. I'm interested, definitely interested in Mitchell, but I don't. I just don't love him right there. Let's see what's available at edge, interior and edge. Let's try to take off tackle. Got to address something along the D-line here at some point. I like Malone. See, Sanders is just, he's older. Malone's kind of fits the age guardrails. I think he definitely would be of interest to them. But Sanders is a fit. <laughs> Man, this is a weird, weird spot to pick. Sanders is a fit, but he's going to be 24 when the season kicks off. They just don't draft guys that old. I'm going to go with Malone here. I think he can be a nice rotational early player, can 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 figure it out uh, with some with some talent around him. So we're going to go Malone. At 99, and then you're up at 100, Ken. So let's go back to offensive tackle for a second. Uh, I, I think Rashid Walker might already been taken here. Yeah, but hold on a second. Let's just make sure. I believe yes. Okay. Um, that is making it more difficult because uh, there really isn't anybody I'm excited about at left tackle here. And I'm not, Dish's arm length is a, is a big turnoff for me yeah um who else do we have left at edge right now there's your top four yeah um yeah i I don't think there's anybody my jai sanders would be early for him anyway uh, can look at running backs right now as a third one. The Ravens have some running back injuries, and they may need a guy here that can help them. Who do they have? Damian Pierce is a guy I got at 86 in another draft. All right, we'll take him at 100. 
I think he represents decent value. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right. So for me, I'm interested at tight end. I think they need to explore a third tight end if the right guy is there. Um... Let me see here. I think he's going to get drafted a lot higher than these things have him. I think Daniel Bellinger is going to go really high in this draft. I think he's going to creep up there. He tested off the charts. The production wasn't very good because that San Diego State offense was pretty terrible. You hear about San Diego State's punter. I wonder why you hear about the punter so often. Probably because (laughs) So I do like the idea of this pick at 118. It's not my pick. I should shut up. Ken told me you're a pick one. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I have some ideas about who I want to take in this round. Is Luke Fortner still available? The center from Kentucky. Let me you check would, here. Sorry, guys. I did not mean to be picking for Ken. I'm so you okay. can tell I'm used to doing these things solo. Also, I um, had my mute on. <laughs> All right. So we were talking about. He's not available. He's not. Go, no. go up to the top again. Yep. So Cam Cam Jurgens is like the light version of him. Um, it's way too early for him. Uh, so now, let's see. We have not yet addressed offensive tackle. Can I get, go to my picks on the left side if you wouldn't? Just let me yeah. see who I've taken already. Um, where's that my picks at? Did I there, miss that? There usually is one that's all picks and my picks at the top uh, that would be here. Uh, huh. I actually don't think this one had pro the draft network does. So okay, you have Damian huh. Pierce. We'll scroll real quick through and then 85 Marcus Jones, Benito, Benito, and then Jordan Davis. Okay. Um, so. <laughs> All right. I really would like to get a lineman here. Um, let's go ahead and look at the guards as well. Okay. Let's 
No, it's too much of a reach on anybody on on the guards and centers there. Tight end. How about let's look at that? There is a guy I want here in this round. I think I've, the Ravens have five picks in this round. I actually think they'd be going too early on any of these guys, so we're gonna we're gonna not do that. Okay. Let's go back. I think. We can wait on that, I believe. Go back to corner for a second for me. Let's see who else is there. Apologize for the... All right, I know a lot of Ravens fans really want Zion McCollum. Uh, I'm probably a little bit less eager on him. Uh, Wide receiver. Let's take a look at that. Really bad to not have gotten the tackle at this point. No, nobody I'm nobody I'm thrilled with there. Okay, I'll I'll go back to tight end for a second. Yeah, tight end for a second. I'm gonna go ahead and take Jeremy Ruckert. It's a little bit of a reach, but he's the guy I want. Okay, I like it. Ruckert, good football player. Well, pick one ten, I was gonna take Ballinger, so I should probably take him again, but uh we'll just kind of go over the board here. I still think I want to get players I really like. Bellinger's a good fit. I'll take Bellinger here, and then I think I moved back for pick 130 as well. Pro Football Focus will grade me poorly on this because it's a range they have is 189. I just think he's going to go higher than that. All right, you're up at 119. Okay, so I've taken a running back, one cornerback. I've taken an edge rusher. I've taken a defensive lineman, and I've taken a tight end, I believe, with my five selections so far. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Let's look at the overall players available on the right side here. Position all. Slide down a little bit here. I don't really like flat. Uh, not taking another lineman. We're out of the tight end business. Uh, we're down to tackles. I don't really have a chance at that. The tight end is something I could have dealt with. Okay, we're going to go for Josh Job of Alabama. Just get that second corner taken care of right okay. now. All right. Pick 127 again for the Ravens. Okay, so 127 and 128 both. And sorry about that. It's all good. Um, so who do we have left at the on the interior offensive line? I think I want to take one of those here. Oh, look at that. Cam Jurgens got taken, didn't he? He did. I think he was picked before me. He was picked 114 to Atlanta. Okay. All right, I guess I shouldn't be expecting to get him at 127 here. Um, Not a lot that I really love on the board. Okay, I'll take Lasita Smith. And honestly, I don't know very much about him. I I have him in another draft in, in a mock, and it got to a point like that where I hadn't taken an interior offensive lineman yet. But I'll take him in this one. Is there the idea here? It's a good question with so many fourth round picks. They could end up passing along some of those in the next year. You think they end up doing that? Yeah, very good possibility there. And that, that wouldn't be a bad thing to do right now is to just trade this pick 
and move down and and recapture. Let me try. Let me try doing that. Who's in, who's interested in a trade here? So you have Green Bay one thirty two, Commanders at one eighty nine, Miami at two twenty four. Okay, let's let's go for Green Bay at one thirty two and okay. see what they'll give me in terms of a pick next year. In addition to that, so I'll going to try and JJ this a little bit. So I'm trading 127 for 132. Let me make sure I'm in the right spot on this. It's not a big pickup. It's about five points. If I, including discounted value from next year, I probably can get a six, an early six, say, but don't know if I if it'll let me have a five. I think it'll probably say no on a five, but. Yeah, it said no on a five, but uh, seven they would. A seven and twenty-three, not a six. They, oh, they don't have one. It looks like they don't have one. Okay, so who else maybe has one? Okay, let's go to. I mean, one eighty-nine is Washington. No, that's too far down. Um, we could look at like. Uh, I wish it would show this drop down. Doesn't show it. I mean, you could pick anybody in this range from from one twenty-nine all the way down. I mean, we can. What's like middle ground? Bears at 148? Sure, the Bears at 148. That's fine. Okay. So you could do like 127 in next year's. They have a six of their own. I would imagine you'd want no, that the, sixth over the Chargers sixth. Yeah, 127, 148 is a pretty big drop, though. That's, That's that true. I should be getting about 20 points. I should get a fifth for that, I think. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're close. They probably wouldn't accept it, but that's close enough that it would be accepted. Um, yeah, they decline, but you know, okay, that's okay. I'll just make the pick then if it's okay. if, if that's where we are. Could do Atlanta 151. I mean, that's not much of a difference in team, and then you can you get a 54 sort of percent chance the... and get a fifth in 2023. All right, so we could try that. If this doesn't work, I'll just make the pick. Yeah, there you go, it's good All to right. go. So now you're up again, 128. If we click resume, all right, so same board right. minus yes. Malcolm Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and he's a good good uh, linebacker there. I really like him. Um, all right, let's uh, slide down a little bit here on the on the board. Let me see who mm-hmm. we got. Uh, oh, I hate the idea of taking a player I just don't really know very much about. Um, okay, uh, Demarco Jackson is an inside linebacker I looked at that I liked. Um, do I want that or do I want another interior offensive lineman here? Um, Jackson will probably be around my next pick. Let's go ahead and, and take the Virginia Tech guy that I almost know nothing about, Lacetus. Uh, there he is, Lacetus Smith. Smith. Yeah. All right. Okay. I am up 130. We have the only other guy at Kyle Phillips I was interested in a wide receiver is gone. Uh, we have Daniel Bellinger so far at pick 118. We took D'Angelo Malone. We took Brian Cook at 99. It's seven because we 89. Apologize because we moved back. And then we took Jahan Dotson at pick 44. At pick 130, I want to I want to add an athlete uh, at the position, a guy who you know, I think is limited as a pass rusher, but has a potential to be a nice rotational player. And I like the value of 
Tyreek Smith at this point, 130 in the draft. I think it's the right spot to take him. So I would take Tyreek Smith at 130. You guys are up again, Ken, at 139. 139 and 141. So I think the two positions that have not been or have not been fully addressed, and the Ravens need another edge if they can find one. This is pretty late to get an edge. And what I would depend on here is that the Costa is going to know the small school edge that I don't. Yeah. And and go ahead and get him. So I'd be less uh, less concerned. Uh one guy I really do like. Um, there is still a tackle I like on the board. Slide up a little bit. Yep. Uh, but I think I'm going to wait on him if I can. Oh, there's another one I kind of like at 139. How much of a reach? All right. I think we're going to take both players that I like here at this spot. So the first one is going to going to try and address the tackle concerns, maybe on a two year basis that it would it would be a left tackle in two years. And that's um, Obina Easy E. Go down to him. OK. Right. There. Yeah. And yeah, big, all arms and legs like him. And right after him, uh, I'll take, and this guy got drafted, jumped early. And don't think I'm going to get another chance. Do I have, do I have a pick in the one fifties coming up? I traded with, with somebody. One fifty one. Ooh, do I want to take a chance on him dropping that far? How far is he down on PFF board? Uh, PFF what's board? his, uh, who is it? I, I don't want to tell you. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna, Just tell me when he's already gone. Yeah, he's, you tell me uh, when I've gone past him. Did we did we start at the top? I think yep, we're okay. I think we're okay. Yeah, I've got two guys I, I'm actually looking at, so I'll, I'll be okay. Okay. So the guy I will take at 141 is I'm going to go with Atito Obonia, okay. who's the UCLA shot putter. Um, another defensive lineman. Hopefully, he works out. Uh, Interesting player, lots of lots of things to like about him in terms of in terms of measurables. All righty, good pick. Minute one fifty one. Please tell me my guy's still here. Keep going down. Awazarike is the guy I want. There he is. Go ahead and draft him. All right. So Edge out of Iowa State, big fella. Does you see him as more of your four eye three? interior edge or do you like him off turning the corner um i i i had him in my edges as the number 10 guy that's not true i had him in the interior on the as the number 10 guy gotcha. so i liked him enough that that uh and that's it for us right for both of us for the draft or do i still have another pick at you 196? have 196 and then i have a silly amount of picks after like two three in the 200s okay um you're up at 196 i would like to get a developmental wide receiver here the guy josh johnson is has stayed on the board a long time i know nothing about him but he's a guy who obviously pff likes a lot more on their grading system sure give me josh johnson okay this the one position that i haven't really studied in depth is wide receiver so i'm, I'm in tough shape here he looks like a smaller guy too Mm-hmm. I was trying to find just the basic stats on him. Doesn't look like they they put they put grades, but they, there you go. So he had four ninety five, and then last year he had eleven hundred thirteen yards, one hundred thirty five targets. That's yeah, that's quite they, a few. They, right. they wanted to get him the football. All right, All right, so we will draft Josh Johnson. 
Definitely not an X receiver type. No, no, not the body for that. Uh, defensive interior, I mean, you know, the Browns at this point, I know he's 23. You're looking at maybe trying to find somebody who can be a run-stuffing plugger. Marquand McCall is an interesting player to me, at least at this point. I'd be okay with that uh, selection. So we'll take McCall at 202. I think we have something in the 220s, 223 at this point. If Listen, if Matarez is there, I'm taking him. If he's in the seventh round, I'm mm-hmm. taking him. He's a good enough punter that I would take him far further than this. I don't care if you sign Bajorquez. I'm still going to take him, and you can sort it out down the line. So if he's there at 223, I'm going to take him. And I, I, I like up. that pick, Jake. I I ended up taking him with my last pick in two or three mock drafts. Yeah, he's good. He's good enough to be picked. I mean, I think he could go. I mean, we went back and studied this because Cleveland specials are a mess, so we look at kickers and punters over here right now. And, you know, punters are taken as high as late thirds, fourths, so it's not out of the realm of possibility. Mm-hmm. He is a pick you got. If you loved him, He's earlier, far earlier than than uh, than where I just selected him. So then you're into round seven here, late. Can you find somebody you like? Boy, there's not a ton to like here. I mean, you start to look at could a guy find your roster as a special teams player? Is there a down the line position for for a guy? You know, as an interior lineman who could be a who could be a backup. So. You know, Nick Ford is an interesting type to me. I don't know how much the Browns are going to covet any lineman in this draft based on other needs that they currently find themselves with. Uh, but, I mean, I don't know. Ford's not even that all too draftable to me. Is there a DB in this scenario that makes some sense? Really don't know. Who's a corner? I mean, Waller ran so poorly. Well, Tarek Brown had some – he had some believers uh, early in the process, but I think people have kind of – plug too deep into his position here I'm, i'll take brown i mean some people have liked him inconsistent can you can he can he buck those trends i don't know at this point you're stabbing for guys who you think can make it especially let's look at our two drafts ken see what we address i think you've given great insight into all of the picks baltimore has the the wealth of uh players that are there um and listen these grades you're getting pretty good Pretty good, pretty good grades here. Yeah, so that just means I'm drafting along the PFF <laughs> <laughs> scores. That's it. So. That's right. So you got Jordan Davis at pick 14, like it. Then you took Nick Benito at pick 45, traded back a little bit, got pick 85 and pick 127, moved back from 76, took Marcus Jones, corner from Houston, took halfback Damon Pierce from Florida, pick 100, took the Central Ohio Buckeye Jeremy Ruckert, pick 110, tight end. Josh Job at 119. Lasita Smith, 128. Round four, 139. Pick round four is just Obena Easy. And then round four, pick 141, Otito Ogbenia. And then another trade to push off a pick in the next year's draft. You got 127 from Atlanta in next year's draft. Sorry, I take that back. You got their fifth round pick next year. You moved right. out of 127. Boy, you took some tough names to pronounce. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> Awazarike is the next Awazarike. one. We're going to yeah. leave it at that. The edge from Iowa State. And then Josh Johnson at 196 from Tulsa. I'll ask you this. Regrets. Would you do anything different? Like, what would you, you get this draft? What do you feel good about? What are you still concerned about for this year? What I'm super concerned about is what the Ravens do at left tackle if Ronnie Stanley can't play. So if he's not really back to being Ronnie Stanley or if he gets hurt during the year, or any of the other things come up that, that can, um, I, I'm very concerned about the Ravens season. And, you know, it's not like the Browns haven't been through seasons where they've lost their left tackle at times, but you had, you had a nice 
run of Joe Thomas there of of not having any missed snaps, right? Yeah, that was always nice to have. Yeah. So good question here by uh, Dr. One in One Co. Um, do you think Baltimore takes how many players? Eleven players. Do you think like what's the range? Do you think it's like eight to ten? Like where do you sit on pushing some picks off into the future? I know you did one year, but right. you think they'll do more. One of the things we, I love about the Ravens is preseason football is fun to watch and it's fun to watch because they really stack their depth to have competition at every position. And I, it works well in terms of when you do have the inevitable injury losses that come in preseason to, to still make sure you have enough players at positions. So last year, the preseason wasn't the problem, even though they had injuries there, they, they went into the regular season with all the cornerbacks, for example, they needed just all of them got hurt during the year additionally but they they had cornerbacks left over they traded one they released another they probably wanted to keep and seattle picked up nigel warrior yeah. uh so so i like the i like having more depth than you think you need going into the preseason and uh what what i can't duplicate here within the pff mock is DeCosta's ability to find the small school stars that he has over the years and so um yeah i, I hope that's better I dig it. Great insight, Ken. From Cleveland's side, uh, I took Jahan Dotson at pick 44, which I I love that pick. If they mm-hmm. get that pick, that is such a good pick for the offensive structure, the wide receiver position of need, the inside-out flexibility, and Deshaun Watson's uh, capability as a quarterback. Brian Cook, I chose to go down and take Brian Cook over Nick Cross. Might not be all too popular, but I wanted to gather mm-hmm. another pick. Took D'Angelo Malone from Western Kentucky, who I like as a small school player who I think can be effective. And again, this would be breaking the mold. Cleveland has been a, you know, over the Andrew Barry run here, has been an all big school uh, selection. Power five teams are who they go after. So I'm bucking the trend here with these next three picks. But I like Daniel Bellinger a ton, even if pro football focus hates him, I guess. Uh, Tyreek Smith, we took at pick 130. Marquand McCall to be that zero or shade, whatever the front they want to run in different down and distances at pick 202. If missing a matter raises there, pick 223, going to take him. We could even be convinced to take him far sooner than that. And then Monteric Brown, the, the corner, you take at 246. So I leave concerned about, did I do enough on the defensive line? You got three players. I would have probably preferred a better player there at some point. But, you know, you hope Clowney comes back and they can develop some of these guys and Winovich can be a nice player for him too. But overall, not a bad draft. If you can get Dotson, you feel pretty good about that. Yeah, I, I I like your draft. I mean, obviously, Cleveland fans limited capital this year after trading the one for Watson. So, um, you know where you are. And I love the Ariza pick. I'd, I'd have taken him too at that point, two twenty three. I I took him in fact at one ninety six in a couple other drafts. Yeah, I think I think he could get into the fifth round. He could get even earlier than that. I mean, if someone falls in love with, I know Cleveland had a private workout with him. We'll see what happens. But Ken, listen, tell everybody where they can find your work. You're going to obviously visit the show many times throughout the year, but yeah, uh, just remind people where they can find your work and where they can follow you on Twitter. Yeah. Always such a pleasure coming here, Jake. Love your work. Uh, stuff you do is great, but I'm at film study Ravens. If you want to see what's going on with the Baltimore Ravens, I write an offensive a line piece every week that scores it play by play uh, for each offensive lineman. I, I also write about the defense. That's the Monday article I put out podcast as well. Um, come over and join me on filmstudybaltimore.com If you want to see my website and I think I already said my Twitter handle. Yeah, love it, Ken. Thanks so much, guys. That's the best Baltimore level-headed follow. Like me, I try to stay as uh, you know as, as as away from emotion with this stuff as possible. And Ken does a great job of uh, of analyzing his team there 
as best as I think anybody does in the market for Baltimore. So please make sure you follow Ken, check out his work, listen to his podcast, all of the above. So thanks to Ken for joining. Thanks to you all for joining us, whether you're listening to this live or you're listening to this in the podcast version. Thanks for checking it out. We will have more pods with more mocks leading up to the draft. Now, eight days away when you're listening to this, it's getting closer and closer. It is, uh, it's our football mini holiday. So, you know, we're going to prepare for that as much as we can check out tomorrow's uh, uh, interior defensive line prospect 20 for 20. We'll check out Nick Benito. No, n- not check out Nick Benito. We will check out Perry on Winfrey will be our target for tomorrow that we discuss because that's the guy that a lot of people are putting to Cleveland at pick 44. We'll see what shakes out. Thanks to Ken. Thanks to you guys. Appreciate you all. And we close with go Browns. <laughs>